Shut up. I'm listening to the next English podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the next English podcast. Here is another episode for you. As always, some of you are listening live and most of you are listening later on. And as always, I've got an interesting guest today. My guest comes from Spain. Her name is Maria. No, it's not Maria from Macedonia that has recently appeared on the next English podcast to talk about cheating. It's a different Maria. Maria, if you can hear me, can you please call me in so that I can talk to you as I normally do here on Zenix English Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me? Hello, Zenix. Hello. Nice to have you here, Maria. How are you today? I'm, I'm very happy. Thank you uh, to invite me. <laughs> yeah, it's a pleasure. It's a real pleasure to have you here. I am pretty much returning the favor. <laughs> I'm very excited to be honest. Lovely. Well, I'm return I'm I have to explain it now now that I let the cat out of the bag. I said I'm returning the favor because I have actually been on your thing before. I say thing because it's uh, it's a way of me to sort of building it up because we don't know what the thing is yet, but we are about to find out because that's why You are here, Maria. But first things first. So did I say it correctly that you're from Spain? Yes, yes. I'm from Spain. I'm from a city called Valladolid. And this uh, whole week we have uh, been celebrating our festivals. Ah. <laughs> so I was a little bit in a hurry. Today is the last day. All mm -hmm. the family came in, the little cousins and... I wanted to to be here on time. And so I so you made it, it which which yeah. is great. <laughs> <laughs> so what's this festival about? And is it uh, every year or what kind of occasion every, is it? Yeah, every year we have uh, the festivals of our city, mm. and we hadn't had them for two years because of the COVID. Mm, understandably. And Yeah, we were crazy to go out, to listen to live concerts, uh, mm -hmm. to see crowds of people yeah. in the streets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's honestly, this this must be a, a real blow to anybody's cultural life if you can't go and um, enjoy these um, festivals live. That's what they are made for, right? That's how they were created. That's how they were supposed to um, happen, but now, fortunately, <laughs> it's back, right? It fu in full swing. Exactly, exactly. <clears throat> With all the preventions, uh, uh, COVID-free and so on, uh, mm -hmm. we, can, we can enjoy it. So were there any measures? Did you have to wear masks? No? 
wear mask, um, apply the alcohol uh, gel and well, keep the distance, but anyway, it is crowded. Right. <laughs> so. right. Well, hopefully it's un- only going to get better now. Um, yeah, so that's that. And now we have to explain what the thing is. <laughs> it is in the title of this episode, obviously, if you are listening, uh, if you play, if you've clicked the play button, then you will have probably seen what this episode is about from the title. So it's, we're going to talk about language exchange. Why so, Maria? Well, um, everything started uh, because of my curiosity. I've been trying this thing mm-hmm. in many countries. And um, when the COVID uh, hit uh, very hard, uh, me and all the friends, we were um, looking forward to, to a start again, meeting and doing this thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, as this thing didn't exist in, in person um, yeah. so far, we, I mean, I decided to create it online. And that's the, the session that you, you were invited and you tried. I, I did, right? But that, it was a bit strange because I actually couldn't speak the, the other language. So I could only join for the half of the session. <laughs> you were pretty nervous. You um, thought that I was recording the session and I wasn't. <laughs> and I, I wanted to, to create an atmosphere where everyone was uh, comfortable, relaxed and... <laughs> You were kind of like, um, I don't know what to do. I had to do everything correct. No, just no, no, no. Let me, let me explain myself. I, I wouldn't say I was nervous, but I, because uh, whenever I join something like this, not whenever, but most of the time, it's some kind of a podcast or, or a live show or somebody, somebody invites me to join um, a YouTube live or, or, or I'm a guest on somebody's show, you know, and it felt exactly like that. And I suppose I, di- I didn't ask you about the details of it. And then I, I, I sort of like joined as I normally do. And I, I decided to wing it. Yeah. But then you, then, um, it turned out that uh, I was supposed to take part in, um, um, some kind of games. And there were questions. There were like tasks I had to complete. And one of the tasks was create a story which contains <laughs> four words, um, from, what the previous speaker said. <laughs> so I was like, whoa, 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 what did the previous speaker even say, right? So I wasn't necessarily nervous, but I was trying to be on the ball. And I, I you know, I, I have to say that I had this um, sense of, I don't want to mess this up, you know? I want to come across <laughs> as, a, as a real pro, right? Um, because if this gets published... Then, uh, you know, people might want to uh, listen to the next English podcast or something like that. So I guess it was at the back of my mind. But uh, yeah, <laughs> honestly, it was a good experience. Exactly. Like um, we are um, launching different challenges and every participant had to be, had to pay attention to um, everyone, what to say, what did they say in order to continue. Everything is linked. Everything continued. Right. Yeah. So, so could you tell us how exactly it works then? Well, um, how does one join if, um, so it's, it's a, it's a language exchange. So supposedly, uh, you are there, uh, to, 
um, to uh, help someone with your own native language, and then um, someone else is gonna help you with their native language. Is that how it works, or what's the idea behind exactly. it? Exactly. <clears throat> so the basic idea is to get profit of native speakers. Either if you talk uh, English or Spanish, you can help the other that is practicing and uh, willing to improve and boost uh, their level. Mm -hmm. So we launch different uh, questions, different uh, challenges in order to um, to talk. That's right. the, the main goal: to talk, to make, to to have a conversation mm -hmm. uh, with. More than two two people, like we can say six people maximum, because it's a video yeah. call, so mm -hmm. it's not like in person. Yeah, yeah, it felt what like one of those Zoom calls that you can watch people do online. You know, um, sometimes occasionally I watch some YouTube channels about football, let's say, and they would have several panelists discussing a topic. Right, so it felt a little bit like that. Um, when I joined and you were moderating it, you were in charge of it. So this is your project. This is a platform that you developed, right? Exactly. That, that was my, my project because um, I am missing it. I love meeting new people. I love talking with uh, people from different countries and I love languages. Mm -hmm. And um, I know that if uh, we don't practice the language, the language that um, we are learning, uh, for example, me, French and English, yep. I am missing. I mean, I am. I am forgetting, uh, the, the, all the English that I, I made so much effort to, to improve, to, to talk yeah. fluently. So that's the, a that's, great exercise. That's the idea. So essentially, essentially you're trying to help other people, but also uh, helping yourself, right? That's the idea behind it. Exactly. It's, um, a way mm -hmm. to talk and practice yeah. uh, the language that you are learning. Mm-hmm. Okay, so your first language obviously is Spanish, I, I suppose. You're, you're from Spain, so clearly your, your first language must be Spanish. And uh, your target language, the one you would like to improve, is English, right? Um, so far, I'm um, focused in English, uh, but I also talk in French. Mm. Um, so this project, I'm very focused right now in English, but then I'm thinking about French doing uh, organizing um a language exchange of french english uh spanish french yeah. and more languages mm -hmm. and, uh, mm -hmm. yeah i mean uh, this this is a good idea uh, undoubtedly uh you want to expand as much as you possibly can you want to branch out i mean it's That's it's going to make it you only better you're going to bump into interesting people along the way and uh, I think that's that's how it should work. But originally, the idea is English Spanish, right? That's the that's the core of it, right? Yes, exactly. Uh, so far, we are organizing English Spanish uh, language exchange mm -hmm. online. You say we, so uh, you are not the only person in the team, or how does it work? Well, I am I am alone right now, but. Um, 
since, um, well, I have a very great uh, friend of mine that also I met in a language exchange, uh, uh-huh. well, here in Valladolid. And she and I, we are working in different uh, things, but uh, we we have uh, talked about this project. So mm-hmm. in one moment in life, we will merge uh, our projects because it's the same. She wants to do a language exchange, uh-huh. uh, physical, in person, and I'm developing a language exchange online. So we yep. want to match both uh, projects mm-hmm. with the right. time that's, in the future. That's, that's <laughs> a brilliant. That's a brilliant plan. You know, we join forces to merge those projects. To be honest, to tell you the truth, um, I'm doing something similar. You know, because I've, I've decided to create this uh, Discord group, and uh, some people came came, you know, became involved in it. I, I'm not the only one, definitely not the only one doing it now. We've got a few moderators there that, that are really involved in it. And it's working pretty well, I would say, and it's helping people improve their English. But it's only about one language. But uh, I, I can see some kind of similarity. And, um, you know, um, yeah, that we are doing essentially the same thing. Exactly, because you you use games uh, to learn English. I well, use too, games yeah. exactly to uh, to make the excuse to talk. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, in the basis, is the same. That's why I I found you really interesting, uh, because most of the teachers try to learn uh, gra- uh, grammar, vocabulary. I mean, and then teach. Yeah. N- mm-hmm. Exactly. There's no yeah. this. There isn't a space to to put that in practice. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's, when that's... you go exactly when you go to a country, you're not going to ride the bus driver. Where do you <laughs> want to go? You have to talk, right. and that person has to understand you. <laughs> right, right, and that's right, right. the tricky part. That's the communication. Yeah. I have. I, I guess I help people uh, use real English in real life situations, like playing a game. I guess I'm trying to simulate that authentic um, environment or atmosphere, right? But uh, thank you, thank you for those kind words. That's that's music to my ears, obviously. And uh, <laughs> um, this is actually how you found me because I think I uh, made a post uh, on my Instagram, which is still something I'm trying to get the hang of. Still not completely um, comfortable with it yet, but I'm I'm working it out. Uh, and I think I made a post, and then the way other people find me, like like. like let's say random people like you, <laughs> I know it sounds horrible, but random people, strangers who have never heard of me, the way they find me is that because of those hashtags. Yeah. So um, this is something I'm getting to grips with as well. Hashtags. Yeah. So you have to like, after the post you leave, you have to add hashtags, which is hashtag is, Oh God, how do we explain what it is? It's like a symbol. It's, um, it's uh, this is difficult to explain. How would you explain what what a hashtag looks like? It's like a plus. Are, it's like a plus, but double, double. You, two you are asking you are asking the wrong person, my dear. <laughs> I mean, I'm super bad with technology, and um, I. Think, you know what I'm talking about, right? 
I guess, but um, um, yeah. I'm getting to 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 know uh, the social media. You know, that's the that's one of the objectives of this year to get better, right. uh, because there's so so much work there. Yeah, it's exactly. Well, hashtag looks like a plus symbol, and but it's like two lines, two lines, two vertical lines, and two horizontal lines are kind of crossed. That's what a ha hashtag symbol looks like, and and this this is used to sort of um, sort of unite uh, similar posts online. Yeah. So if you if you want um, other people who are interested in the same kind of idea. Um, um, draw if you want to draw their attention to what you do, then you have to um, add hashtag to that. So, for example, I would I would add in my post I would add hashtag hashtag board games or hashtag uh, English lessons and something like that. And I think you noticed my hashtag, or maybe not you, but um, your Instagram noticed it, and then you saw me there and you decided to follow me. You know, and that's the way it works. That's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> you yeah. know, I learned an, a new thing today. How to <laughs> well, how to look things with a hashtag before board yeah. hashtag before board games. Yeah, this is important. So, for example, for you, like when you create your posts, make sure you have posts like hashtag language exchange, yeah, hashtag Spanish English, hashtag. Um, uh, language practice, yeah? So those would be hashtags for you. And then mm. other people interested in the same idea, uh, same ideas or people who, um, you know, are involved in the same thing will hopefully follow you. And then that's how you can grow, grow your audience. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Actually, I found you, Danek, uh, through another English teacher and I don't know how I got ah, there. Okay. So, but uh, when when I saw, you know, it's a big, um, you, you, you had Danek teachers English. Ah, okay. It sounds, it sounds interesting. But then with a very tiny letter, I saw games, learn English with games. Like, oh, yeah, I want to know about it. And that's, that's how I, yeah. I uh, knew about you. Yeah, cool, cool. That's how, how, how you got to know me. All right. So, so the whole story of uh, hashtags uh, doesn't doesn't actually apply here, listeners. So ignore ignore the last few minutes. I know you ignore me anyway, but um, <laughs> <laughs> now you know what I mean. Like I, I thought I came up with this story, and now you, you completely denied it. Okay. Well, I guess I guess uh, you found you found me through a different English teacher. Would you mind sharing his or her name or? Is it top secret? Um, I think his name is Alvaro, but uh, ah. his name in uh, Instagram is uh, Mac Curtin. Yes, Alvaro has been on this podcast before. Yeah, uh, I know yeah, who you he mean. Told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has been a guest as well. All right. So cool, cool, cool. Now, I just want to ask you a few more questions about this language exchange and how it works. So first of all, we need to, uh, we need to say there might be some people interested in this who are listening right now to this podcast and uh, they might be saying to themselves, okay, this sounds cool. I want to join it, but what do I have to do? And uh, what kind of rules are there? And are there any uh, level uh, specifications or level requirements or how does it actually work? So, um, so first of all, what's where? Where can we follow you, Maria? 
Okay, so I have my own website uh, that is called, well, it's 3VV.MapaLingo, M-A-P-A-L-I-N-G-O.com, MapaLingo.com. I'm going to share it in the show notes as well, okay? Oh, thank you. I'm also on Facebook. I have the same name, mapalingo.com, mm-hmm. and in Instagram that I I am called Tu Mapalingo, T-U. It's like you in Spanish, mm-hmm. Tu Mapalingo. Uh, and that's where uh, people can find, uh, I, I publish different different posts. Um, I uh, advise where is the next languages change. And mm-hmm. um, it's pretty much that. That's pretty much it. Well, I, ideally, uh, the listeners can then join you on different platforms. Um, then um, that's how they can uh, um, get to you. And obviously, if they want to join specifically one of those events, I, I guess you will uh, let them know. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, each uh, week, I organize a language exchange. Um, mm-hmm. Spanish English, and I'm changing the days and the hours because of the um, different uh, times. So I, I have people from America that doesn't right. have the, uh, they don't have the same yeah. the same time as uh, Australia, for example. Today I had a language exchange with two girls from Australia. Mm-hmm. So just to, to pay attention, and if you want to to um, get in and try, um, you just fill in the the little questionnaire, I would say, uh, yep. and I will receive it, and I I will put in contact with you. And okay, excellent. Yeah, because the the groups are are tiny, <laughs> <laughs> maximum six people. If it's ah. too much. Too many, I, I cannot uh, moderate uh, well enough. Yeah. So six people maximum. Yeah, I, I highly recommend joining this, guys, if, if you are interested in another language. If, For example, if your English is at a super high level and you're interested in another language or uh, the other way around, I suppose, if uh, you still want to practice your English, but you have and, and you have a fantastic Spanish, perhaps you are a Spanish native speaker. Or anyone whose Spanish is at a high level, I think that's that's the way to do it. Now, how does it work with the levels? So, what exactly. if what if what if my level is low? What if what if my level in one language is super low? Can I still uh, I, join? Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you have low or very high level. Um, I try to um, get people more or less with the same level, so they feel comfortable mm. enough. Yeah. Um, so at least you have to to have little knowledge of uh, a language that you want to practice. Okay. Let me know the level, and I will try to put you in the correct group. That's that's it. That sounds great. That sounds fantastic. Um, I, I might have a few more questions here, which I've prepared. I did my homework for this episode. Um, <laughs> some of them might be a little bit tongue in cheek. I just want to know. What do you think about this? So, first of all, what would you say are the benefits of language exchange in general? Obviously, we might be stating the obvious here, but I think it's it's nice to, um, you know, point it out anyway. Well, 
I think the first thing is that you open your mind. It means I want mm-hmm. to, I, I, you're not alone. You have to um, hear other opinions. It's not the way right. you think. You, you, you have, you are um, opening your eyes to many different versions of life, mm-hmm. religions, culture, gastronomy. Yeah. And that, that enriched you. It's, I like it, this. I like this yeah, a lot. Yeah. And I love it. It's, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun to, to new. And also another thing is you meet people from, from all over the world and, mm-hmm. and it's different. It's not like you. And if you are curious enough, you're going to learn a lot and you mm-hmm. learn many things. So yeah. at the end of these sessions, I always uh, ask people to tell one word or sentence or uh, anything that uh, got their their attention and is the the thing that they have learned learned in that um, session. Yeah, it's fun. Oh God, I I love mm-hmm. languages changes. Um, but yeah. I I was I was reading, for example, this Monica who uh, just. Uh, wrote it's not just a spanish english language is doing isn't it well right now yes but uh in the future we will we will try to uh, uh um, practice Expand. all the languages exactly yeah. mm-hmm. because right now it's only myself and i'm working yeah. and i'm studying two masters so i'm pretty entertained but I yeah that's that's, that's i love it that's something that i i couldn't believe when you told me this you're studying for two master's de- degrees you're st- studying <laughs> two universities at the same time crazy right like, that, that doesn't seem plausible <laughs> you know that's, that 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 is possible with uh, the right organization and the right habits but mm. right now i have to put aside certain things uh, not to be very uh very uh, stressed so yeah. yeah but I do it with a lot of love um, and I enjoy yeah. it that's the thing I'm not playing the game I'm only moderating it right you're talking I about the, the, the sessions now so yeah. um, this is something you basically do on on the side yeah this language exchange and it's like a project so it's like a project that you would like to grow and develop and as we said expand as well but right now it's english spanish so uh like i said if uh, like i said to you before if you want you can even i can even offer you i suppose i could offer you some space in uh, the discord server i have but um but um um i guess i i guess i could give you a sub sub subgroup there and you could invite people to your to your language exchange event as long as you don't speak speak spanish in the server because that would be against <laughs> my rules <laughs> i would love to try uh one of your games uh when i have time and that discord group sounds super cool and mm-hmm. i'm definitely gonna try definitely yeah um, yeah, I like I like what you said when I asked you what are the benefits of language exchange. I like, especially I especially appreciate the fact that the first thing you said is that you open your mind, that you, I think this is something that should not be overlooked. Should not. Sh- it definitely has to be uh, said because um, obviously you get to know different cultures, different points of view, and uh, diff- different ways of thinking. 
And this is perhaps the most important thing, and it goes hand in hand with practicing your target language, learning that language. That, you know, it, it's different from just using the course book or having a teacher, which obviously is equally important in my humble opinion. But uh, this is in, invaluable, this kind of experience, because you have a chance to truly meet the people from, yeah, well, in this case, native speakers, who people who who have who, who's um um basically this is this is their home culture this this is who they are you know and it is important i i i think it is important to to understand this it's the also what's what do we call this like the like the culture aspect of the language yeah yeah because um it is obvious that a language uh is linked with uh different customs, different um, habits. Yeah. So it's not only the language. It's just to get That's to right. know the people because yeah. they have a different way of living and it's completely different to yours. And yeah. it's, it, it, it shocks at, at the very first time when you meet someone that is, I would say, I'm from Spain, so I would say uh, someone from Australia, like, wow. You're so far away. Like, it's so cool. You're so different physically. And, and what do you eat? And what do you do? And, you know, it's like, boom, my, my mind is, it explodes. Like, it's so great <laughs> to see you, to meet you. It's amazing. I mean, that's the way it growth. works. Yeah. yeah you grow. Yeah. Well, you, you need, you need to have that kind of mindset of, I want to, get to know you i want to um explore a different culture you know you must not just come there with the idea of i just want to practice language but that's it you know you know i think i think you can most benefit from this if you do have as you said an open mind that's it i think that's the key to it isn't it exactly it's like um i know that you lived uh, also abroad so it's also a situation yeah. where you put yourself out of the comfort zone absolutely and you have to talk and you have to talk a different uh, different language that you're not used to and your brain have to has to uh, think because mm. has to know how to put the words in order yep. and ah it's tricky and it, yeah. it, it gets effort from you but uh, i love that i mean okay okay i have to talk in english and i have in, in spanish we um organize the words uh, completely the opposite mm. and you have to do that mental uh, exercise and yeah. and then wow it's like new culture new people um, well it's cool yeah I, I could i couldn't agree more I couldn't agree more. Um, so how does it work? And obviously also you can make friends along the way, which I think is, is, is a huge, huge thing as well, right? Yeah. I've been, um, organizing these, um, these sessions, uh, I think for two months. Mm. And there are some people that are, uh, very loyal. Every session is, uh, they are there. And yeah. I think we are getting to know each other, you know, getting more, uh, um, mm -hmm. confidence. And that's great because yep. that allows you to talk, uh, 
to talk on a about different... many things in a different yeah. way. No, I agree exactly. because because it, it it just there's another there there are more layers and more levels to to a relationship. And if it's just um, superficial and if it's just on a superficial level, as in uh, you you have just met. And all you do is pretty much small talk. Let's say if you, if you come to a language school and then you just do exercises there, it's, it's more or less small talk. But once you, once you become a part of a group, yeah, you get this sense of belonging and you get, you get to know each other, um, more, you get to know each other on a deeper level. Um, just, just like what's happening here in this, discord server learn english online that i have obviously I, I believe it's also it has also happened here on the next english podcast with my listeners but with some of them it's just one way communication i'm just speaking and they are listening but they don't really ever uh send me a message or um, um uh, an email or anything like that there might be different reasons for it they could be shy introverted or or just comfortable in this position, but um, I think to to truly um, to truly um, um, take advantage of or or capitalize on all these benefits of language exchange and 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 making relationships through or having relationships through learning another language, you have to be more active. You have to be proactive. I would go even further than active. I would go. I would say you have to be proactive. So the best. The, those that make those that make the most progress are those that, for example, in my Discord server, uh, are people who created even their own event, okay? Because because uh, they they simply take the initi- they take initiative. That's the way it is, you know. Um, and I think uh, it will be similar with language language exchange. Yeah, so um, you get to know new people, but also <clears throat> you get to learn about different topics because every mm-hmm. I, I I guess it's the same with your uh, games. Uh, every game is different, so you learn new things, yeah. and that's the fun of it. It is, yeah. Uh, what about uh, how is how does it work with corrections? Uh, do you ever correct each other in in this language exchange? A community, or is it more like you just having a chat, an informal chat, and having fun together? What, what's what's your take on this? Should you correct each other's errors or not? Yeah, like isn't isn't an informal conversation, and also uh, with the platform that we uh, do the video calls, there's yeah. um chance to type words, uh, phrases, videos. Um, so I always like, I'm not very good at spelling. So I always ask people, like, can you type the word, please? Mm-hmm. So everyone can see and, and, um, we can learn how to pronounce. So we, we can know how to write, uh, for example, a, a word, how to pronounce it. And if I hear something, for example, in Spanish, uh, for example, today there was, um, a friend who was um, pronouncing the uh, the H, and in Spanish the 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 first the first H is uh, mute. Silent, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but in English they pronounce it like ha, and they say no, yeah. uh, we don't pronounce it ha. Okay, okay. So yeah, we obviously can um, can say 
uh, this is not correctly uh, well said. You mm-hmm. you could say in that way. You just say it uh, in a polite way, so mm-hmm. everyone uh, is happy and we learn. Yeah, I think I think if you set some kind of terms and conditions, if you sort of set the rules at the beginning, if you tell each other how you're gonna do it, I think it's fine. But the problem is like, uh, if you want to. Uh, befriend someone, yeah. If you want to become friends with someone, you have to be careful with correcting, because I think um, I think it's important that you are both comfortable doing this, yeah. And you are both you you both feel that you are equally, you you both feel like you are equals, you know. I think that's that's what matters. So if someone, let's say, comes and and has a, a good command of the language. Maybe it's it's a native speaker, and they start correcting every single thing. I don't think it's gonna work because the other person is not going to feel very well because this is what a teacher's job is, you know. <laughs> it's true, you know. Um, I think we have to make a lot of mistakes till we there's someone to say, "Hey, what if you say this in another way?" Because it doesn't yeah. sound um, completely correct. Mm-hmm. And it makes you think like, ah, it's true. Damn it. I have, I've, I've been saying this wrong for a long time. Yeah. And maybe that's the, the, the key to remember that. Or, mm. or if you simply, simply, if somebody keeps saying the thing wrong, um, you can just help them in a clever way that you uh, pretend that you don't understand what they are saying. And you say something like, well, what do you mean? I'm sorry, I didn't get that. What do you mean again? Could you say it in different words? You you respond in this kind of way and then that could help the person who's talking realize the mistakes they're making, you know, and then and then they could even ask um questions about the language themselves. They could even ask you and once they ask you it's it's all good, yeah. But the problem is like if if you are too fascistic about like some people could be like that. I suppose it, it's sometimes um, a problem of English teachers like myself. Like when 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 we sort of um, step into that um, realm of friendship, right? From from like initially maybe these people were our students, and then we want to be friends with them. But then it's difficult for us to uh, separate the two, right? And then we would still keep correcting them, and that doesn't that doesn't work anymore if you do it too much because like i said then you will never feel like you're equals you know because uh, obviously that's what you want to be in a friendship right equals exactly but i think yeah. it takes a lot of importance uh, also the culture break um the mistake that i that the simplest mistake that i that i do all the time is translation I translate every single word when I'm in tension or we are, I am in a stress mm. from Spanish to English, for example. And I, I think, by the way, you know, I, I felt when I lived uh, abroad that, uh, Spanish language is too direct, for example, to English speakers or to French speakers. Oh my God, for, for French yeah. people. Their language is more by language. Is uh, you know, there's a pros, a pros, uh, there's the simplest steps that you have to follow in a polite way to 
to um, ask things and mm. ah, you know, you have to also know a little bit of the la- of the culture in order to yeah, it's, it's what we call to pragmatics talk, to ask exactly to yeah, this to is be what we, empathy. Yeah, this is what we call. Pra- I think you touched upon pragmatics as well because you see, when you said that Spanish language is direct, did you mean like that you mean that you what you say is how you mean it because sometimes like english people what they say is not how they mean it from our point of view because they they often speak indirectly and yeah. um there, there's the famous um, meme or uh, it's like a list of what british people say and what they really mean <laughs> um yeah i can i can give you an example for example uh, in spain we get into a bar and we can directly ask someone a coffee and for a french uh, guy or for a english guy hmm. you you will have to say good morning or good afternoon could i have a coffee please ah this is you what you you know mean, all yeah. this oh, yeah. um, politeness yeah. that we add but yeah. uh, in Spanish, it's not necessary. And it doesn't mean that you are mean with the bartender. Yeah. You know, it's the uh, intonation. Mm. It, it has to, so language is not body language. Language, well. exactly. Yeah. It, it involves more things. Yeah, you don't, don't, don't ever go to a British pub and ask for a beer by saying beer. Don't exactly. ever do that again. They're going <laughs> to kick you out. <laughs> that, never do that. <laughs> Yeah, but by making a lot of those mistakes, that's how I learned. <laughs> yeah, well, you learn from our mistakes. The, exactly, exactly. Uh, there's even a saying, a man who never made a mistake never made anything, which I find particularly sexist because it should also be a woman who has never made a mistake, never made anything. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so what if what if someone is really shy, Maria? What, what recommendation would you have for them? What if someone says, oh, I can't do this. This is too much for me. Uh, they, they're good, just going to laugh at my English or at my Spanish. And, uh, oh, God, I'm going to be so nervous. Come what on, what, what are you going to tell this person? You miss it. Come on, it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's uh, um, one hour where you can talk with people from all over the world you can learn from them yeah they are gonna learn from you and i will make sure uh all my my participants are comfortable enough because if you find the others are in your cell level you feel you feel safe Mm -hmm. and so if you say if you feel safe you talk that's right. You That's you right. forget exactly. You forget about yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm going to talk uh, well enough. I'm going to be uh, uh, <laughs> in the level that I'm required. No, it's not an so exam, you know. There's no anxiety, and that's 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 how it <laughs> works. That's uh, that's how you learn the best. Yeah, that's what Stephen Krashen says. It is a, he has got this uh, hypothesis about uh, monitor and. Um, uh basically your 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 anxiety levels are low the monitor is low or something like that you have to google it if you want a precise quotation or some it's 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 the idea that 
the the less stressed and the less anxious you are, the the less you exposed to it, the less you expose yourself to stressful environment when learning a language, the more you can learn. Yeah, that's essentially what this hypothesis uh, claims. Yeah. What this what this <clears throat> what this means, right? And then I I want to add that you and I, we are teaching. Um, through games so it's a fun way to learn it's not like you are in class and you have to know uh the word to learn and learn you learn you know it's mm. not boring it's 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 a fun way to learn mm. that's, there's that's no the pressure idea, yeah. yep. and i'm gonna tell you one thing <laughs> that today um in the session that we uh we had um about personal development mm -hmm. we talk about stress and you know cortisol right yep It's a what's is it hormone or something? It's a hormone that you yep. produce when you are stressed under mm -hmm. under pressure. Yep. So, do you know, Danek, how long it takes to eliminate the cortisol that you have produced of one minute, for example? Oh, we, one hour? Oh my god! I don't know. Sure? I'm, I'm sure? not. I'm not. You bet I'm one just, one hour? I'm just guessing. <laughs> do you want me to tell you? Yes, of course. I'm I'm ex I'm excited to know the answer now. <laughs> so imagine you get angry for one minute. Yeah. Your body produces cortisol and your body takes uh 48 hours to eliminate that cortisol from your body. So it's so imagine So it's yeah. 48 times longer than I thought it was. Okay. Wow. Uh, im imagine you are you are angry for a uh, half an hour. Every day, Jesus, you're yeah, gonna that, that, die that, that, very soon. Huh? That, that sounds like you're. It sounds like you're describing what my day normally looks like. Oh <laughs> my know? God! Come to my session again, Danek. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are gonna decrease dark cortisol uh, <clears throat> hormones in in your body. So just to, uh, just to let you know, you know, uh, when you are under pressure, you you are you are not learning. You are. Uh, You're intense. You're tense. I, I I agree that t tension doesn't always help, but I would also argue, I would also argue that sometimes it can actually bring better results. Because if I'm sometimes if I'm too comfortable, I get what I get complacent, yeah, which is a good word to learn. Learn if you're complacent, you sort of don't give your best, you know. So I think. For me, I need to be a little bit stressed. It's just part of my personality. And like right now, recording the podcast, uh, that's, I, I got to the stage where I'm at, I'm really comfortable with the way I do it because obviously when I started with it, I used to be quite stressed about it and nervous. You can imagine it was a new thing for me, but now, you know, it's nothing, I mean, it sounds terrible to say, but it's nothing special in a way that I do it every week. So I don't have to get stressed for it. Yet, I would say there is some kind of elementary level of tension because without it, I wouldn't be able to produce the kind of podcast I produce. Because if I were like too comfortable, it just wouldn't work very well, I think. I think you do it very well. Thank you. Can you come more often? <laughs> of course, I would. I would be delighted. <laughs> All right, lovely. Well, I think that that pretty much 
uh, seals the deal here. I think that will be it for today's episode of the Next English Podcast, unless there are some questions from our listeners, obviously, whoever is now listening live. If there's anything you want to ask Maria, then um, then go ahead. Now is the time to do it, because we are about to wrap it up. Maria, have you got any last words? I would say, uh, well, thank you, Danet, for your invitation. It's a pleasure to be in your podcast. And um, I will invite everyone to try uh, these languages changes. Now we we are having bad times with COVID, but the good thing is we, we could have it. We can have it online. So yeah. don't miss the opportunity to learn from other people, from other languages, and boost your language skills. Uh, you can find me mapalingo.com. Guys, I will... Uh, wait for you to try. Nicely put, and I have to say I vouch for you because I, I think you you are a brilliant you are a brilliant person, and and everything is cool about you. Uh, I just don't get how you can study two universities at the same time, but that's <laughs> that's the story for another podcast. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Maria, for coming on today, and I'll speak to you uh, at some point in the future. Yeah, of course, Danny. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, go to Zdenex English Podcast Facebook group or visit zdenexenglishpodcast.podbean.com. Listening to podcasts can help you with your listening skills. If you wish to work on your speaking skills, join my brand new Discord group called Learn English Online. You will find the invite link on my website, teachesthenek.com, zep section.